Today is, uh, well, the next week is, is Han- our Hanukkah service, and the kids are going to take over the whole service. All the adults can just sit and enjoy and relax from beginning to end. The kids are going to take over, which means that today is my last sermon of 2019, which, and wouldn't you know it, I really don't got a sermon today. So really all I want to do is, is piggyback off of a kosher piggyback off of something I saw on Facebook yesterday where uh, there was this little bit of an outpouring of thanksgiving on our little Facebook group called Mishpeeps, and it was very beautiful to see all the little thanksgiving offerings that were offered in that little Facebook group. So I want to add a little thanksgiving uh, offering to the choir of thanks, and I just want to say that I am very, very thankful for each and every one of you. I'm very, very thankful for our tent, our tent of David, Um, I'm grateful for it. I am grateful for each and every one of you. I'm thankful to the Lord for who you are as individuals. I am thankful to the Lord for who you are in the kingdom, the unique representation of Yeshua that you are, each of you are. And I'm thankful for each of your gifts, as Val was saying about the spiritual gifts. I am thankful for all the spiritual gifts that are present here within you. And I'm very, very grateful to the Lord and thankful to the Lord that he gives me the, the, uh, the blessing, um, he grants me the blessing uh, and the honor and the privilege of, of being your rabbi. And I'm grateful that whether you're either courageous or crazy, you call me rabbi. I don't know why, but um, it's... Uh, it's a well-known story around here for those who've been around a bit of time that I did not want the job <laughs> of being a rabbi. Um, oh, it was in June of 2013, I believe it was, when we were sitting around the table at Rabbi Peter's house, and he announced to us and the elders that he is leaving for Haiti for good. Well, not for good, but he's leaving the congregation, and he's going to have buy his, him and his family the one-way ticket to Haiti So then Lou, who is courageously curious, always, said, who's going to be the rabbi? And Rabbi Peter said, do you really want to know? And Lou went, do you really want to? Yes. Yes. And he went, do you really want to know? Yes, a thousand times, yes. And then Rabbi Peter went, yeah, but do you really want to know? And Lou went, yes. So Rabbi Peter said, okay, if you want to know, I'll tell you. Brian and Sue are going to be rabbi and Rebbitson of the congregation. That was the first the elders heard of it. That was the first Susie and I had heard of it. He didn't ask us permission or, or see if we really wanted to do it. I could tell you that we did not want to do it. So the meeting kept on going, and I was like, my heart was racing, a, you know, a million miles an hour. And finally I, whispered to, finally, I whispered to Susie, and I said, Susie, did you hear what he said? And she goes, I heard it, I heard it. They're moving to Haiti. And I said, not that. I said, they just said we're going to be the rabbi and the rabbi. She said, oh, don't worry about that. She said, after they leave, everybody's going to leave anyway. Some of you crazy stuck around, and a lot of you are new here. But I, I want to, in my giving of thanks and joining the choir of thanksgiving, I do want to say that um, outside of my relationship with the Lord and, and my relationship with Susie being 
your rabbi is my greatest joy and my greatest pleasure. So I am grateful to the Lord for, this oppor for the opportunity, for the privilege, and for the honor. Uh, it took us a while to grow into it, but I did not know, I guess, that there is a rabbi with inside of me. I didn't know. And maybe that is the message for today. There is a whole lot more inside of you than you even know. And maybe that is the message for today. There's a whole lot more within you than you even know. And do not discount God by discounting who he is within you and your role in the kingdom, which is necessary. Do not discount the power that is within you. Do not discount the spirit that is within you. The power that you have within you. There was, um, I remember a, a vision that Dawn had years ago in one of our first mikvahs, baptisms. We have a yearly baptism in Hebrew with mikvah, and it was in 2015, so it was the second one that I facilitated for the congregation. It was at a lake in uh, Situate, Rhode Island, and it was a nice mikvah, and then at the end of the mikvah, who knows, maybe it was the same mikvah that Kasi was speaking about, I don't know. But it was, um, but after the mikvah, Donnie took a look at a tree. And off the tree was, if you remember who, who was there, was this beautiful bundle of leaves. And it was, it, it, it was something special about the bundle of leaves. It was, it was green, it was lush. The leaves were tightly connected to each other. It was healthy, it looked healthy. And Donnie went, that's Mishkan. That's Mishkan. And I never forgot that. I never forgot that. And I believe that was true, and I believe that was from the Lord. And when you think about that, what can make a bundle of leaves tight? A bundle of leaves healthy, because it wasn't just green. It was like a healthy green, these leaves. It was something very special about the green in these leaves. And what, what makes it so special? What makes the leaves so lush and so green and so, so healthy? Number one, it's connection to the root. The root is Yeshua. That's a no-brainer. He is the root of Jesse. He is the root of David. Connection to Yeshua. But within all the branches that are tangled up, where all these leaves are sprouting, within the branches, there's something flowing within the branches that gives life to the leaves. And what gives life to the leaves is, is the Holy Spirit. And as Val was saying, the spiritual gifts. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the Holy Spirit as if the message is anointed or the worship is anointed or if we're standing and raising our hands or if we're just sitting and we're not raising our hands. That is not what I am talking about. There is so much more within you than you know. That is the message for today. There is so much more within you than you even know. There are spiritual gifts within you, within you. And I know this for sure. I know it from the conversations that I, that I experience. I know it from the conversations that I hear. I know that one person has a dream as you're just talking in the hallway or at the prayer meeting on month, every other Monday night or, or here at the, when there's prayer after services. There's one person that has a dream. There's another person that's interpreting the dream. And then there's another person that's giving it another interpretation. And even that is a healthy thing to bring layer upon layer upon layer of reality, one person is having a vision and another person is having a dream. I hear it in the testimonies. 
There are spiritual gifts here, and it is the flowing of the spiritual gifts that makes the leaves lush and green. It's the flowing of the spiritual gifts. And I know that's just like exactly what was said. Spiritual gifts are not meant for one person. When a body has a spiritual gift, it's not just an individual body. It's a collective body. I'm grateful to be in a congregation where the, all the spiritual gifts are present, not just in one person, but throughout. And these need to be activated and these need to be manifest. You know, in my years of being a rabbi since 2013, you know, in uh, six plus years of being a rabbi and roughly 50 Shabbats in a, in a year, I, I guess I've given several hundred sermons at this point, all of different, I guess, topics, but there's one topic that continues to get re recycled and recirculated and repurposed, and that is the message that I give about Pentecost, that you are the prophet. The message that when God spoke at Mount Sinai, when he gave the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai, he spoke from heaven, he shaked the earth, he quaked the mountain, he, he had caused thunder and lightning, he called, caused the earth to tremble, and not only did he cause the earth to tremble, but he caused all the people to tremble in fear. And the people said at that time that we don't want to know God that way. We would rather hear God through you, Moses, so you go talk to him and we'll go talk to you. What the people essentially were saying is that we don't want... We understand that God can squash us like a bug. <laughs> we understand that his earth is his footstool, and if he presses it a little more, that we're all doomed. We understand that God is that. We want a personal God. That's what they were saying. When they went to Moses and said, we'd rather talk to you than talk to that, because we're going to die if we keep hearing that. They were saying that we want a personal relationship with God. And that was fully realized in the person of Yeshua who had the fullness of God within him, within him. But the revelation of Pentecost is that when God poured out his spirit and he poured it out on you, when the people said, we want to talk to a human to hear God, you must hear this because this is the message that keeps coming back year over year over year. When the people wanted to hear God, they wanted to hear it through a person. And God said what they asked is good. So then on the exact same day, centuries later, God poured his spirit out on you. So God's voice can come through you. So God's healing can come through you. So God's reality can come through you. So deliverance can come through you. So prophecy can come through you. The message of the gospel is that Yeshua died for our sins. The message of the gospel is that the fullness of time happened with where sins of Israel and sins of humanity collected and collected and collected. And for centuries, Satan was in the throne room going to God and accusing and accusing. And he said, no, not guilty, not guilty. Grace, grace, grace. But the time ran out. And now it was time for God to say, it is, there's only one thing left, and that is to bring judgment upon Israel, upon the world. There's nothing left for him to bring about his righteous judgment on the world. But the righteous, sinless, spotless Lamb of God came forward and beat Satan at his own game and said, you know what? I'm going to step in front of humanity and go to God and say, go to my father and say, take me and save them. And Yeshua, and, and God saw him, the spotless lamb, and said, yeah, I know him. He's the spotless lamb that's been sacrificed all these centuries at the tabernacle. I will accept his sacrifice and stay my hand on humanity. He took all of humanity's sins onto himself, and because of that, we are set free. That is the gospel message. That is the gospel message. The post-gospel message, the post-gospel message, Acts and beyond, 
And I don't mean Acts to Revelation, I mean Acts to today. Acts to today is the same God, it's the same Messiah, wanting to heal, wanting to bring his reality to the world through you. You are the prophet. When God spoke on Mount Sinai, he said, I'm going to raise up a prophet because they want to speak to humans and not, 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 the, not the God that can squish them like a bug. He said, I'm going to do what they say. I'm going to raise up a prophet. On Pentecost, on that same day, the Holy Spirit was poured out on you. You are that prophet. Don't ever forget who lives with inside of you. You have so much more within you than you even know. Amen. And those gifts are meant, obviously, for outside. Now, it's a whole lot easier to manifest those gifts in a Shabbat service. How many people have their Shabbat personality and their world personality? Believe me, I'm talking to myself. Brian, the project manager, scrum master, is not walking around looking at a microphone like this, you know. I'm just doing my job and getting out of there and collecting a paycheck. I'm there for a purpose. But the purpose of the gifts, it's easy to manifest them here. But you know what this is? This is like training ground. This is, tra this is like, like basic training for the world. That's what this is. This is training for the day when every day is Shabbat. Judaism has a, has a concept called Yom Shekelo Shabbat, the eternal Shabbat, when every day is Shabbat. But the leaves in this congregation are fed nutrients when the spiritual gifts are flowing within this congregation, whether it's in a service or whether it's in the prayer time or whether it's in the hallway or whether it's at the prayer time at the Masonettes or wherever it is or at the Chavarah group in Ashland, when the spiritual gifts are flowing, the leaves are healthy. Spiritual gifts are like vitamins to the body of Messiah. So don't forget who you are. And that's actually what our service is going to be about in two weeks, if anybody was confused about the service. So I'm probably not the only pastor or rabbi or leader who, who sees the year 2020 coming and thinks vision, like 2020 vision. That's like a duh. So we've had these services before here, often on, on Shavuot, Pentecost night, or some services where, you know, we put all the agenda aside. Put all the agenda aside. We'll pick some songs. We don't even know what we're going to play. And we're just going to let words come forth. And this is beautiful, magical flow of, of worship and word. And if I want to throw in a microphone in front of you, don't run. <laughs> and now that I told you that in advance, don't stay home. You'll be surprised, all you people that say, don't give me a microphone. What will come forth out of you when the Spirit of God activates what is in you? Do not neglect who is in you. Do not discount the power that is within you. That's the message for today.